Hey Vegas, thank you for joining us again right here on Realty Check, your local Las Vegas real estate news show. I'm your host, Trish Williams. I'm your co-host, Tiana Carroll, and today we have one of our favorite lenders, Mr. Brad Watts from JFK Financial here to talk money with us in this market. And yes. lots of good stuff that you had. I was looking at your list of topics today and I'm like, wow, that's good. How come I didn't think of that? I know. You just <laughs> that point, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Oh, that's going to be good. Let's do that. Oh, yes. I like that one too. So this is going to be great. Thank you, Brad, for being yeah, here. Thank you for having me, obviously. Yeah. Yes. Um, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure having you back. Brad is a returning guest. Yes. And um, before we get into that, let's uh, talk about what's going on. Um, actually, first off, uh, if you did not join, uh, join us this year at our annual Trunk or Tree, um, we do have some photos that are going to be out there. Oh, there they are. Yep, there <laughs> are. There's us. Um, make sure that you join us next year. We do this every year. It's free. If you don't recognize us, that tall blonde. I was going to say, with that crown on your head, you look like you're as tall as I am. Right. <laughs> I was just trying to get up to your height. So we had a great time. There were so many people that showed up, and we do these client appreciation events every quarter. Come out, join us, see us, meet us, talk to us. We'd love to talk to you. So. Yeah, it was such a great time. We had so many past clients come in, so many people who were, um, you know, dipping their toe in the water. But really, it was all about family and giving back. And those children were having a blast and just walking away with tons of candy because we had such great participation. Yeah. Lots of sponsors, lots of agents. It was really great. Yeah. Next time we have one, you guys should come out and check them out come out and say hi. We'll always announce them here. So um, our numbers this week, um, we have some uh, numbers of what's going on in this city. Um, our current single family inventory, 7,694. Yeah. Yep, so that's down three to 400 homes from last week because we were playing right underneath that uh, 8,000 mark and now we're getting closer to the 7,500 mark, so. Yep. Um, price reductions, thirteen eighty two. So Less of those happening. When I seen that, I was like, wow, that's a good sign, right? And then I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I think maybe there's less price reductions because people are getting burnt out on reducing the price. We're getting price reduction fatigue, right? Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yep. yeah. When I was looking at the numbers, um, so I kind of went through and nosed around like what those reductions look like. And I think that it's a uh, few contributing factors, right? It's um, less people are coming on the market. Mm -hmm. um, and then people who are coming on the market now are aware of the climate that we're in and they tend to come in uh, more at the current market value than their inflated, greedy, I want all the money price. Mm -hmm. And so, and then some of those price reductions, much like the price increases, because we had those this week yes, too. Yeah, 65 price increases. And I was like, who are these people? Right, <laughs> but when I was peeking through the number, a lot of those price increases as well as the decreases are just agents fiddling with the numbers a hundred bucks a few hundred bucks so that way they keep coming up to the top of the list so you're a new you come up as a new a new list yeah yeah like every not, seven right? days yep. they yep. just adjust just a hair up or down either way so right. that way they can always stay at the top of that hot sheet so other agents see it which in itself is its own version of marketing uh, yeah, yeah I, I I do remember a, a couple years ago, someone had like called my broker about that because I had did that and they were like, that's churning. You can't do that. And I was like, what? So I haven't done that for a while, but it seems like everybody does do it and they seem to be okay. So I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think um, as agents, I'm seeing so many people sort of reassessing what their business looks like and 
getting fluid so that way they can make the necessary adjustments to help people best service them in this climate. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a um, environment for overspending. We got to cut the fat. Mm -hmm. We got to really um, buckle down, and that is that. That's a thing right now. That's a that's a very serious thing right now for agents. Yeah, yeah. I think it's never been more important to come in at the right price. Yes. I mean, because that's going to be critical to to having a chance. Where where a year ago. You didn't care what you put on there because right anything uh, will do yeah anything will do just get it on there you know right. because someone will make an offer and chances are it'll be more than what you put on there plus a warning to some um inexperienced agents or agents that may not be as experienced or as um keen on the market that we're in right now and how much how different it really is mm -hmm. taking those listings that are not priced to sell can really, I mean, it can bankrupt you if you're taking yes. a lot of them. You have to be very cautious in this market and make sure your sellers are on board with you because it does cost a lot to take listings that won't sell. It does. And if you don't set the right expectations, you, you've got unhappy sellers and they take that out on you. They, so, yeah. they take it out on you. Right. They pull back. They withdraw their listing. Right. You're burned. You put out all this money. You don't get it back because the right. home never sold and they think it's the agent. Then they go to the next agent and they realize it's not the agent. It's the market. But sometimes you can't convince them of that right. while they're in it. They always think the grass is greener on the other side. Correct. And then they find out it's artificial turf. Did you tell me yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. It's my it new favorite so real, turf. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so pretty and right. green. Right. Yeah. 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 And um, so uh, speaking of that, total withdrawn, withdrawn unconditional and withdrawn conditional, this last seven days were 420 properties. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think as the weather changes and we get closer to the holidays and people who were on the market still coming in with those greedy mindsets are now feeling like, oh, this isn't the right time for me to sell and they're pulling out. And yeah, there's a lot of those. And last year the year before, our average expireds were always under 50. So these are numbers that we don't report every week, but I, th this we morning watch. I'm we like you know, digging them. into things and I'm like, hey, wait a minute, you know, what's going on here? So total expires are usually like under 50 over the last couple of years. Yep. 355 expired in the last seven days. Wow. Yeah. So. Well, when they pumped the brakes on us, that took a lot of buyers out of the buyer pool. Anybody who was kind of considering it kind of got scared. And I don't think there's too much reason to be scared. I don't have the same fear that everybody else on the news that, that they're reporting, but it did slow down the economy, which was the purpose, right? That's exactly why they did it. Yeah, that was their goal, obviously, was to slow everything down. So I think I think people are seeing they had a number in mind, and when, when reality kicks them in the butt, they're not getting that number, they're just letting it expire. Yeah, yeah. So. exactly. They're, they're, they're giving up. Yeah. Um, and then the other number that is pretty... Um, a good note to note, a notable number is back on the market. So back on the market's houses that were in contract mm -hmm. and something didn't work out. 183 like, this week. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like an appraisal. <laughs> an, an appraisal, absolutely. <laughs> or request for repair or Correct. just clients being, uh, or buyers just being overly picky. And found a better house yep. after they right. made an offer on this one. They found another one come up that's better. They changed right. their mind. Or rates. Yep. Or the, or the interest rate <laughs> what could they have were, moved. Yep, yeah. Exactly. What they were pre-approved at. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you can't lock it and get those numbers disclosed till you're in contract. So they were right. pre-approved. And then they were like, whoa, 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 what's this? Right. Yeah. It changed. So, yeah. And it's changing those um, 
payments, like um, I guess in the average like 350 to 400 price range, it's changing those um, three to four hundred dollars a little bit higher. Yeah, for no, absolutely. And we do, uh, and you probably hear about this. You hear about this lock-in shop stuff that lenders offer. The only problem with it is you don't get today's rate. The lock and shop stuff, they'll let you lock and shop without a property, but it's a higher than market interest rate because they have, they don't know how long it's going to take right. you. Right, they got to take and into there's consideration. Fees. And there's fees involved depending on how long. I mean, you can get extended lock and shop to where there's a cost to doing it. And so we really don't get a lot of it just because you're already accepting a higher than market rate. Yeah. When or was, you're paying for that lock and shop. Right. When I was looking at the breakdown fee of the fees for that, I was like, nah. We'll just ride it out and see what happens. You know, like There's fun. definitely ways yeah. to navigate this market, and we're going to get into that stuff with you, Brad. Right. Um, yeah. Because there's definitely ways to navigate this market, both on the seller side for sellers making investments mm -hmm. and on the buyer side. So, mm -hmm. and I personally feel like this is a really good market because every, and this is only because every spring we've ever had has always had that. Uh, Ticking sales. I'm expecting that. Um, Me too. Uh, mm -hmm. Investors are stockpiling cash right now, waiting for that uptick. Oh, yes. we're going to be talking about that too. Right. That's a that mm -hmm. that is a very good point. You know that that we're mm -hmm. gonna that that's what we're going to be opening up today with. So yeah, that's I be... always keep an eye on what the investors do because that's always the markers that seem to be the most realistic. Follow the money, baby. Yep, and yes. they are. There's still investors out there that are buying. But mm -hmm. there's also some investors that are taking huge hits. So recently on uh, one, of, uh, one of my uh, purchase transactions where I was representing a buyer, um, it was a big investor company that, had, um, that was selling it. They had purchased it. They were reselling it. Must have had some kind of short-term note on it. I don't know what, what was going on with them, what they were carrying, but I'm sure they carried some kind of short-term yep. loan on it. Yep. They paid $25,000 to sell the house instead of receiving profits. Mm. Um, Price of doing my buyer business, got a though. great deal, so that was awesome. So with that, um, these big companies are taking big hits because they mm. purchased so many homes. Correct. Open door, laid off. Yep. How many other people? Like 18%. 18% of the workforce, yep. yes. Yeah. So, which is significant, obviously. Yep. Obviously. Quite significant. Yep. Um, and then Zillow last week we reported was laying off their workforce. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so and Trisha's like, what do they do? <laughs> yeah. Who works there? They're a website. And yeah. Zillow already got destroyed, if you remember, on their flip side. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, whole division closed. That whole division closed. So Done. Yes, yeah. Will Zillow go away? <laughs> right? No. Yeah. No, because it's Elon offering. will probably buy them. Right? He's yeah. like, this is the greatest <laughs> site ever. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I, I don't see that happening. Well, no, gosh, because they definitely definitely have a market because it's window shopping. Yes, yeah. and not realistic window shopping because I think about like twenty five percent to a third of um, information on there is not accurate. Some right. of it is, but for the most part, usually not. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They've improved a little bit over the last couple of years on like posting under contracts and stuff, but yeah, not not that's substantially. Facts. Um, Vegas is, uh, and we've said this before, there's been stuff circulating, but we're going to see it a lot more. Vegas is at the top of the most impacted mm -hmm. as far as slowdown from well, this Well, we also shift. have the most growth, that's why. I would say we were, we were at the top of the list as far as appreciation goes, too. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So We just like to be on top for everything. Correct, you know, go big <laughs> or go home. Right? Exactly, yeah. Vegas, baby. Right. Yep. And um, EXP, um, which is just a big uh, real estate brokerage out there, they reported their Q3 losses. They were pretty substantial um, as far as uh, the loss in revenue that they experienced in quarter three. Mm -hmm. um, and there's reports that, you know, all these big brokerages are going to start reporting their Q3 numbers, and we're going to see some 
eye-opening numbers. You know, it's uh, we. Well, not for us. We watch them all the time. But for the general public, they're going to be like, oh, so it's this. Yeah. Right. So it, it's it's pretty it's pretty big. I mean, people are people are taking big hits right now. Um, with that, uh, before we get into all of the great topics that we have to cover today, uh, one thing I want to mention that's going to be coming up on our show is there's so many deals out there right now. Like, just really, I, I've seen houses. Yeah. I've seen three houses in the last week that were pretty decent houses listed under 300,000, single-family residences. Yeah. And Which that's you crazy. you could not say that a year ago. <laughs> no. And <laughs> Those words were not coming out of your mouth. Right? No, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I always thought that we'd start to see, like, townhomes and um, condos start playing in that price point. I didn't right. expect single-family homes. Cute little bungalows, right? Yeah, they're small homes. They're not, you know, I mean, we're talking, like, thousand square footage, but still. Uh, older wow. neighborhoods, no yeah. garage, cinder block built, a Those lot of them. garages, nope, two-car garages. The one, the ones I looked at, two-car garages, 1990s built. I mean, really? Yeah, crazy, right? So. How did I miss those? I, I'll show you. <laughs> so, back to the point. Back to the point. Because there are so many great deals out there right now in this market, um, Tiana and I thought that it would be a great thing to start having at the last you know few minutes of every show, like our featured home of the week. Tiana picks a home, I pick a home, we'll talk about it, we'll tell you guys what's out there, we'll what the talk, numbers look like talk on the it. lenders and get a breakdown of numbers so you guys can see actually what is going on. There's some there's some deals out there and it is not as bad as it looks right. as far as getting into scenarios if you can work them out the right way. And that leads right. us right into Brad. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Here he is. Our lender has some great news for us on how we can navigate through this and make the best of it. Um, Brad, one of the things that you were saying is that, you know, these hedge funds are, they're going to be buying homes. We, we were Correct. just talking about this, yeah. you know, and, and they're going to see these deals and buy mm -hmm. these homes. Right. What does that mean? Well, I think a couple things, and, and this is what I talked to you about, and, and I've got the article here, but at the end of July, Blackstone announced that they're sitting on roughly $30 billion in order to get back into this market. <laughs> and so, and what that means is, is they're waiting to their perception of bottom. And then at that point, they're going to come back in, and then you're going to have cash offers coming in. Granted, this time it's not going to be 100 over. They're going to be coming in under because they can't. And you're going to have houses that have been sitting there for a long time and people are going to be desperate to sell them. And so they're going to be a player at some time in the near future. Um, and so what I'm telling my clients is you want to get in and get your house before that happens. Absolutely. Because you're going to lose to those offers. That's just the reality because it's going to be cash. It's going to close in a week or two. There's no loan to go wrong. And even though it might be a little bit under, people are going to be fed up because they've been sitting there for so long. They're going to be like, just sell the thing. Yeah, and it's going to be a perfect storm if you have correct, cash. Correct. Yeah. And they usually pick a, they'll, they'll pick a price point. And, and, and I'm just estimating, but they'll say everything from three to 500, go make an offer. On. Yeah, their buy box. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. They're, going to, they're going to pick their buy box and they're going to have $30 billion to come in and do cash offers. And so if you are in the market for a home, you want to get in before that happens. Because what's going to happen if that happens? 
then you're going to be back to, you're going to settle. They'll I mean, be your landlord. Well, they'll be your landlord, <laughs> that too. But you're also, a year ago, a lot of people were forced to take a house that necessarily wasn't their dream house, but it was all they can get. Because all the investors were buying all the good ones. Correct. And yep. so you don't want to get back into that boat uh, because it's, it's uh, in my mind, that's where we're going to go with that. And then you touched on the rental thing too, is that they're, they're, they already have thousands of homes as it is. And so their goal is to get thousands more because then they control the rental market. What happens when you have market share? You control Correct. the prices, you control the market, you control everything. You have the bulk of the share of it. Correct. And this is this is quite conspiracy theory, theorist or whatever you want to call this, but this is where my mind goes with this, right? right. Because that that is something that I, I really have been concerned about. I believe there's enough people in, you know, in uh, different parts of like government that law, law making, Fed, whatever, in all these industries that can mm -hmm. work together with these big investors mm -hmm. to cause this in the raising of the rates and the raising of everything to open a door of opportunity for right. these hedge funds to come in and do mm -hmm. this because it's, I mean, there's money to be made for everybody on the higher end of that. Correct. But all of the regular consumers and homeowners are the ones that get the shift of that. Correct. They've definitely had meetings about this. I, right. I yeah. believe so. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, so I, again, it's, it's, it's there, out there. There but, is a master yeah. plan with them. And, and unfortunately, yeah. when you're talking about so much money that they have to spend, the average consumer just has no chance going up against that. You can't compete against that. No, you right. cannot. You can't. No, and you wouldn't want to. I think the feeding frenzy of spring and summer let us know that, listen, it is no fun going up against those hedge funds and those cash offers Correct. when you need a house. So I agree with you. I think now, uh, d November, December, January, February is a good time to come mm -hmm. into the market. The rates are a little bit higher, the monthly payment. Eventually, they're going to have to drop those rates to re start the um, exactly. economy and right. you can refinance out of that, you know, keep your credit good for the first year, 18 months, refinance down when they come down and yeah. then you don't have to compete against those hedge funds. Absolutely. And I, I don't, I, I really don't think we'll ever see 2% again. No, uh, we <laughs> but won't. Yep. four to five, we've all decided that that's okay and acceptable, right? Yeah. And, and Fannie recently have just come out and predicted that rates will be in the four and a half percent range uh, in 2023. Right. So that's great news. So, and, and Fannie, and, and Fannie's owned uh, by the government. And so for them to come out and make a statement like that, there's obviously something behind that that is driving them to make that announcement. Right. Right. So. And, and, and along with that, that brings us back to this. This Once that happens, we all know the market's going to increase. Correct. Yeah. You know, it's, not only are the hedgies looking for bottom, but when the hedgies see that rates are coming back down, they know that that's going to drive people. Uh, New in, buyers coming out. They don't sound so cute, hedgies. The hedgies. <laughs> hedgies. Yeah, right. hedgies. Um, they sound so harmless. Right, exactly. $30 billion hedgies. You know, if they see a buying frenzy from the average person, well, they're not going to sit on the sidelines anymore. They're not. Absolutely. And, and so, they're smart. They know that's when you're going to make money. And correct. real estate is the best way to start building that wealth. So Correct. And, and, the, and, and they're not flipping these homes uh, for the they're most holding. part. Exactly. So that's what just makes it a little different. They're not looking for a margin to flip. No. They're buy and hold. Yeah. And so they're just looking for the right time to say, okay, it's go time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. I, I, I agree with you 100%. And since I have been seeing the like rumors floating around about rates dropping next year a little bit, I have seen 
a bigger increase of cash buyers reaching out to me like, hey, mm -hmm. you know, but we, we'd like to make an offer on your listing. Their offers are not pretty. Right. <laughs> and you're like, I'll take You're like, your I think offer, you got but the wrong house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, did this I read, is that really a two? Yeah. I think you meant to put a four, but it right. looks like a two. I don't right. understand. I, I had a, I had a uh, offer come across my desk the other day, so $875,000 home, and they sent it to me at six twenty five. dollars I was like, okay, we're not in fantasy land, people. Come yeah. on. Jeez. So we'll sell you half the house. Right, right. You can have the spool in the back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're very optimistic. Yeah. Um, so um, we can get sellers. Um, oh, I, I definitely, it, it's an item of negotiation, but it's happening a lot right now. Get sellers to pay a 2% buy down. Um, talk and it's, to and us it's about roughly, that. One of the things that we're, it's pretty common with us right now is really the only way to fight these rates right now is is we're doing buy downs. Yeah. And, yeah. and we have three different one. choices. You have a three, two, one, a two, one, and a one, one. And, and, and essentially what happens is the seller is going to pay the difference in your mortgage payment uh, that the lower rate accomplishes. And to give you an example, a three, two, one buy down, today's rates are right around 7%. For the first 12 months, your rate's going to be uh, 4%. And then the next 12 months, it'll be 5%. And then the last 12 months, it'll be 6%. And then at the end of that three-year period, it'll be at the 7% market rate that you locked it at. And, and the seller ends up paying whatever that difference is. Um, and so what that does is it gives you, obviously, payment relief during, the, during those, first, uh, what, those first three years. years. And, and it's substantial. I mean, I have an example here of a $350,000 loan. Uh, if we did this, uh, and this was, we did this uh, about a month ago, so we had a start rate of 6%. But at that 3% on, on a $350,000 loan, your mortgage payment is $622 less for the first 12 right. months. That's substantial. Six hundred and twenty-two dollars less. Correct. That uh, is very substantial. Yeah, and then the second the second year it's four hundred and twenty-seven dollars less. Okay. And then the third year it's two hundred and nineteen dollars less, and then it goes to zero. Um, and and the the total savings in that is upwards of sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah. You know, and so and essentially what you would do from the seller perspective is the seller is going to contribute sixteen thousand dollars towards their closing costs. Okay. That money is going to be used to make these savings payments. Uh, combined. And that's how a buy-down works. It's as simple as the seller is going to pay the, the difference in the lower payment. Okay. So, and that's a 3-2-1. We have a 2-1. Um, same concept. It's just that uh, the savings is a little bit less, but it costs a little bit less. Right. Um, and, and when I say 2%, it's roughly 2, and on the 3-2-1, it's roughly 3. Depends on the, on, the, on the loan amount and where we end up interest rate-wise, but it, it's, it's not exact, but it's, it's roughly in that ballpark. Can, uh, I, can I mention something really quick that I just yes. seen here? Yes. Um, $350 loan amount, um, yep. possibility still, you know, yep. again, rates change daily, but yep. the possibility still, monthly payment, $1670 a month, that's not, that, that's not bad. I mean, for no. $350, what you'd be paying in a rental for the same house is going to be higher than that. Correct. Yeah, Absolutely. go go ahead and try and find a rental for sixteen hundred dollars. <laughs> right. Little single yeah. family, three two. No, yeah. and I agree. And, and and some people push back a little, say, "Oh, it's an adjustable. We're not doing this." It's again. not an adjustable. It is not an adjustable rate mortgage. Right. The, your rate can never be more than than the market rate that you locked in, and so it it, it doesn't carry the same risk. You know exactly where this is going to be if you keep it for that period. And the idea behind all of these is rates are gonna dip at some point. Uh, every time we've had these spike in rates, uh, it, it's never lasted more, I mean, and, and, and 
I could be off on this a little bit, but it's roughly 18 months to 24 months is right. when these, how long these spikes last. And so there's going to be a period of time when you can refinance out of this. Right. And so you would go into it knowing that this is, this is going to be the plan. And the beauty of this is you didn't pay it. The seller paid it. Correct. So even if eight months from now we get a dip and rates drop to four, if you had paid this yourself, well, you wasted a lot of money. The seller paid it. So who cares? Get out of it at that point. Lock in the 4% rate, and then everybody's happy. That was my next question for you. No prepayment penalty. So if they no. want to refinance out of this next year because rates are better and they can lock in that four without the rate even changing, Correct. they can do that. Correct. That's that's a beautiful option. Correct. That is a yeah. beautiful option. It's a great way to help us. It's a security blanket. Yeah, you know, it you is know a security blanket. You know that you're covered. And then even, and, and we're, we're still going to have some of these properties, the, the sellers are just stubborn and they don't want to give anything. Well, we even have a one-one. You can, wow. do it, you can do it for one year. And then the cost on this, on a 350 house, is only $2,600. And, and based off of the analysis of what people are saying, rates should be better in the next year. So Correct. this should yeah. work out. Again, we, I always tell people, look at the high number and never plan that, that that's never going to happen. Correct. It could. But the likelihood of it is very low that rates do not get better before then. Yeah, exactly. Well, a few weeks ago, we speculated on that they, those rates would be coming back down to that four and a half to five and a half percent. And I was saying that it would be like um, beginning of 24. But now that Fannie has made the announcement and they're thinking in 23, we're yeah. not that far away from it. No. Correct. No. Within so, a year, definitely makes sense. And yeah. after you buy a home, you can refinance after three months or six, six months. months. Six months. they want six. They yeah, want six months. Payments. Can, yeah. yeah, six payments and you can refinance. So you're, I, I, it, it's really, this is, this is a great option. Right. And $350,000 can get you a pretty good home these days. That's the loan yeah. amount. So yeah. that doesn't include the down payment. Yeah. So right. that can get you a pretty nice home these days. I mean, even a pool. <laughs> like right. To talk about 350 with a pool earlier in the year, last year, it was impossible. It. It's like no way ever. Unless you're, um, uh, a community it, pool in a, in a condo maybe. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now you can get a home, you know, a, a, a great home for 350 Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And I can tell you, the most popular one is the two one. The one in yeah. the middle, because the cost is right, it's in that 2% range. Um, that's the most popular popular one that we're selling and it, and it covers you for two years and you know do you make your offer for the highest let's work it out in negotiations that way if the seller counters back you still got room to wiggle right yeah. come right. in with your right. come in come in come in strong guys it's this is the market and, for and it. i well, feel like from, that, from a realtor perspective too if they call you and, and are talking about dropping the price 15000 well, maybe the conversation is let's not drop the price, but let's put on our listing that you'll pay for the 321 buy down. Yeah. You know, and that can attract a buyer to say, well, okay, let's go look at this one. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely you know? had those conversations. And I think a lot now, even our numbers are reflecting that we're having less and less reductions because they're not effective. People are freaked out by the interest rate. Correct. And so, um, that's that would be a great way to address that interest rate, but I don't think that people are taking into consideration like the benefits from taxes. That interest rate is going to help you. Correct. That's the other topic that you have here. So thank <laughs> you, Tiana. Look at that. Great segue. Great segue. First off, before we start talking about this, we do have to give our disclaimer. We are not tax professionals, Correct. CPAs. Yep. We cannot give tax advice. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to talk in general about this. Um, with any of these things, you would talk to your tax professional about it. 
confirm all the details and everything before we get started. I love to disclaim. So there we go. Oh, yes. Um, disclaim and disclose. Dis- disclaim and disclose. Yes, D and D. So tax deductions. Yeah, and that's, I mean, uh, one of the things that regardless of the market or where interest rates is, is the, is the, the tax benefit of home ownership doesn't go away. And so even with these higher interest rates, you're still going to have a tax deduction on the property. And, and typically, and everyone's tax situation is different. So again, talk to a CPA. But in general, uh, there's financial benefit to owning a home in that you get tax relief uh, based off of the interest that you deduct, as well as the property taxes and other things that you're able to do. So that never goes away, regardless of what the property's worth and, and, and anything else that happens, you still always will have uh, possible tax benefits. And you know, that's why did I not even think about this? When I seen your report come through, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. because over the last couple of years, a really great interest rate <laughs> on my properties. So that de- you know that deduction, your you know, your W nine is a little bit yeah, less. Right? You get yeah. that you get that document from your mortgage company. You give mm-hmm. it to your CPA, and you're like, "Give me money back for this." Right. And that's awesome. It, mm-hmm. It's a little you know nugget that you're not expecting. Right. And that number's a lot lower, and you're like, oh, it, it used to be better right, because yeah. the rates used to be so much higher. No, right. Correct. didn't even Correct. take that into consideration. That is huge. But we can't yep. keep saying that the rates are so much higher because they were here in this six and a half, seven and a half percent range. What was it, 17, 18? Uh, yeah, and that's yeah, when I used yeah. to get the better deduction. Right. right. <laughs> but you're like, yeah. So it's not, it's not like this isn't the regular real estate ebb and flow and something's happening for the first time and we should be freaked out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? No. So. Yeah, but it is, it's a nice, um, a really nice benefit at the end of the year. It because is. It is. I, I, I don't know the formula, how it works. I know you don't get it back dollar for dollar, but yeah. you get a, a substantial, there, you know, credit there. because of that. So that's yeah. really good. And there's different ways your CPA can get creative with it and decide how to maximize that for you. But again, that's why you would talk to your CPA. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, that That's huge. And then the other... Yeah, Renters. Do renters get any deductions when their rent goes up 6%, 10%, 20% that we've seen last year? What mm. tax benefits do they usually get? Uh, they get what we call nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the official term is... A little n- zilp, zero nada. nada, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's just it. Your rent is 100% interest rate because yep. it is all going away and your your landlord is thanking you for that. Um, and so it's when, when, you, when you talk, oh my God, rates are so high, it's like, well... Every single dollar you're spending on rent, you're giving away. Every so if your landlord dollar. has a seven yep. percent rate, does he pay that or do you? You're paying that seven <laughs> okay. percent for him. You're yes. paying yeah. that seven percent rate. But for who him. gets the tax benefit? Uh, your landlord. Your landlord. Okay. And, yeah, and then going back to the to the hedgies, uh, they. <laughs> Because they have so many homes, I mean, the likelihood is that you're, you could see a rent increase every 12 months as well. And so one of the great things about when, when you buy a home, you know what your cost is going to be. You've locked it in. You have a 30-year fixed, and, and you know you, you're able to calculate what your cost is and, and account for that. Where when you rent, there's a little bit of unknown. Yeah, you know, not sometimes a little you, bit, a Sometimes lot. you get lucky yeah. and they don't raise it, but sometimes you don't. Yeah. The only thing that could change is your property taxes, which, mm-hmm. you know, usually we see minimal changes. We have caps here in Nevada yeah. if, you're, mm-hmm. if it's your primary residence of yep. how much they can increase. The 3% and I'm expecting cap, next yeah. year we're going to see a little bit of uh, reduction on those. So our payments will get a little bit lower next year right. because yeah. of the Fingers price crossed. difference. Yep. So Fingers all crossed. of those uh, yep. buyers who are afraid to come into the market right now, 
are going to have benefits, appreciation, taxes. Mm -hmm. yeah. Property taxes yeah. lower. That makes your payment lower. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And, Those. You, and you can play your music as loud as you want. And you can, and, and yes, and you can paint your walls. Yes, any color you decide. <laughs> yeah, you can do it pink, purple, doesn't matter. It's your house. Right. Yeah, you, do, you don't have to talk to anybody on the inside. If you live in HOA, you you got to talk to people. So right, right, yeah. Good luck with that. Yeah. Um, so uh, last thing that we have to do in this show, we blew through it. So we're going to be wrapping up fast. here in a minute. Yeah, we have. We always just have so much to talk about. Um, the last thing, average appreciation across the U.S., 43%. Mm -hmm. This price drop, I mean, sellers are, you know, oh, this is, this is awful. And I know no one likes to lose money, but the money wasn't in your pocket yet. So mm -hmm. this, is a, this was a number that was just out there. With 43% appreciation over the last couple of years, we can, we can handle this. Correct. Oh, we can. Correct. And, and, then, and this is what we talked about as well, is that uh, one thing is uh, core logic at the end of the second quarter, the average homeowner across the country has $300,000 of equity. And that equates to the roughly 43%. And I get people uh, calling me, oh, my God, here we go, just like 08, 09. Well, the average, nope. the average equity in 08 and 09 was 6%. <laughs> right. And so that's why it tipped over so quickly is that it, when we had, when we had the, the, the aggressive uh, price drops, people were immediately upside down. And then at that point, they, were, they said, well, I don't want this house anymore. Um, I'm just going to so walk away from it. So short sale it yeah. off. Correct. And that's sell, why yeah. it was short sell, uh, short sell mania. But it was. <laughs> in this case, people that have that much equity, they're not going to short sell. They're not going to foreclose. If anything, they would sell. So the market is just much more equipped to handle this. You know? And if the average equity is 43% and then it drops 15% that a lot of people are, are predicting, uh, well, then you still have substantial equity. So I really don't see any parallels to, to 08 and 09 as far as that goes. Yeah, yeah. I don't either. I, yeah. I've preached that on this show a few different times. Like, the conditions are different. And, and not to this mention, everyone actually had to qualify for a loan now. Imagine that. Yeah, we had to qual yeah. qualify. People had to put their own money down. Correct. Um, they, they have skin in the game. They actually had to prove their ability to repay the loan. And so typically people that have put money in are a lot less likely to walk away. Yeah, you know, the and facts. then you throw in the fact that they have forty three percent equity, you'd be a fool to walk away. Plus, their 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 rates are probably lower, and their payments Correct. are probably very affordable right now. So Correct, they're, exactly. They're, a lot, a they're lot not of, a lot of two and three percent rates, and so they're not going to want to get rid of that. And so, I really don't see any parallels as far as that goes. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the people that are selling right now are motivated. Correct. They're 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 motivated. Um, well. Most of them. Um, <laughs> the vast majority at this the moment is, are yeah. definitely more they're motivated. They're motivated, which means that they're serious sellers. They have a purpose for selling. They Correct. have a need to sell. So let's work it out. Work it out with the buyers because people are buying are motivated. But the buyers, I really think the buyers that are buying in this market are very making very smart and keen decisions because I've said it before and I'll say it again. Stop doing what everybody else is doing. Like, right. don't right. follow the herd. Yeah. Come on, this this is when you when you do when and you separate even if you're not looking different. to move, if you're looking to get into investment, you have a house, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. you just want an investment property so you can be the landlord and have that renter pay your high interest rate and make that income producing property. Brad has a great program for that. Yeah, no, we, we have, uh, we have, uh, it's a DSCR program uh, uh, that, that allows you, it doesn't care about your personal income at all. 
it's about the cash flow of the property. Um, and there's a minimum uh, down payment requirement based off of your credit score and, and whatnot. And literally, we're not even going to look at any of your personal income. If you have the down payment, you have the credit score and the property cash flows within the, the debt ratio, you can buy investment homes. And, and it, it's a program that we are. Rates a little bit higher, certainly. But the beauty of the but program... But the down payment's lower, right? Uh, well, it's well, not their typical 20% investment, is correct. it? Correct. Well, it's tiered uh, depending on credit again. But, okay. uh, but it goes as little is 15% down. But the beauty of it is they're not going to qualify you unless that property cash flows the right way. That's their right. that's their approach to it. If the rent is going to cover the mortgage, essentially, then they're, they're willing to do it. So you can get into these properties that, that aren't going to be a cost to you. And then at that point, you know, you just rent it out and you collect rent and everything works. And I'm literally not even going to ask for your tax returns, your pay stubs, any of it. Not interested. Right. Because it's, all it's about, about the property. property. That's amazing. I love that. And that gives um, people who are owner occupied, they can stay put. Mm -hmm. They can either do a HELOC or use their savings, come in at um, as low as 15% down instead mm -hmm. of the 20%, buy an investment property, gain those tax benefits, get the appreciation of that property, have a renter in place and start building their portfolio. Correct. Absolutely. Correct. No, that's a that that's a beautiful thing, and those mm -hmm. are uh, makes me want to go buy more homes. Yeah, right. um, <laughs> let's get them all. Right. So, Brad, how do people reach you? You have so much good, valuable information for um, people to talk to you about. Yes, uh, the best place to reach me is on my cell. Uh, I believe it's on the screen now. Uh, it's the three one zero four one five three nine zero one. Um, also, if you go to the if you if you Google JFK Financial, it'll take you to our website, and you can click on me there. Uh, either one of those ways is a, a great way to reach me. Oh, there we go. There they all are. So, Look, yeah. perfect. <laughs> uh, so. Reach out to Brad. Um, talk to him. Get get going. Get qualified. Let's uh, let's get you into this market while it is good for buyers. Right. Um, yeah, and investors. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. investors to reach well. me. 702-308-2878. And best way to reach me is on my cell phone. If you want to send in listener questions, that's VegasRealtyCheck at gmail.com. And Tiana, how do people get a hold of you? They can call or text me, 702-379-9948. They can always email me if they feel more comfortable at 702-HouseHunter at gmail.com. And uh, we have iMessage on, if you're watching us on social media or anything like that, you can always contact us there as well. Yep. And uh, starting next week or the week after with our community, I mean, our uh, home Feature spotlight, yeah. you might be uh, motivated to uh, pick up that phone and be like, hey, I want to check out that property. Yeah. We'll have to talk to Brad about getting some of these uh, three, two, one buy down options on these homes to see what they would uh, break so you, down at. So you know exactly what the payment would be. Yeah, yeah. To, to know what the payment would be. That's uh, that, that would be great. We could run some scenarios with you guys. So yep. we're looking forward to that. That's going to be new and exciting. Um, we're shifting along with the market, along with our show is also shifting along with the market for the market we're in. We couldn't have done this last year because the homes were gone before we had time to talk about them. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now that they're sitting for a minute, yeah. we get to uh, really let you know it's not that frenzy anymore. Absolutely. Yep. Keep watching. Tell your friends. Like, comment, share, and we'll see you next week. Have okay. a great week. Yep. Thank you. Yep.